Welcome to the South Road Boys. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. Hey, mate. How are you? I've actually had a really busy, cool. Well, you sound like you've got a. I'm good. You sound like you've got a spring in your step. I actually do. It's been. I don't know. It's been going on. Well, maybe it's because I've actually been all healthy for a week now. Oh shit! I know. What have you been doing? Like you know, I just going to the gym again and eating well again and not eating crap again and like just being good. Bike boy. Not bike boy. Uh, Malikus, it's pretty much dark mm. of a night time. Not a fan of that. And uh, the weekend was chock-a-block, but no, just gymming. And you haven't been for a walk? Bushwalking or anything like that? No. Stupid? No. Oh, we did go last weekend. Mm. Actually, on Monday. Yes. Um, yeah, went for a bit of a walk up the back of Penguin. So did uh, Mount Noman. <laughs> Mount Noman. <laughs> Noman. <laughs> I'm Mount Noman. <laughs> Well, it's such a dumb name because it's like Mount Noman, um, but it's but it's really Mount Gnome. <laughs> like it's a it's, it's spelt like a gnome, as in with a g. Yeah, gnome. Yeah, so it's it's a very confusing premise, and also uh, Mount Dial, uh, we did that as well. Now, here's something I did not realize. Yes, I did not realize there was a Mount Dial. I knew there was a Dial Ranges. Yes, I didn't realize it was actually a designated. Mount Dial, behind Penguin. And and you would have known about Mount Montgomery? Of course. And knew about Mount Noman. Yes. Uh, but Dial, didn't dial it didn't in. Dial didn't dial it in. Didn't that was there. <laughs> when you go on these bushwalks, do you go, do you ever have the thought to go nude? Nude. I don't know why it's pronounced nude. <laughs> Maybe nude, nude would also work. Naked. Nude. Um, I will admit, actually, no. No, I have oh, not ever. I thought um, you were going Mainly to. because, mainly because, both the main hikes we've done now, we've done Valentine's Peak. Yes. Which is a fairly challenging hike, climb for someone who hasn't done it before. Yes. And even the Mount Noman one, the first half hour is fairly full on. Like We stopped about four or five times because... The Achilles was just burning mm-hmm. because you're going uphill the whole time on rock and the ankles just aren't used to that. Right. Um, but uh, it was raining both times. Yes. Like it was fresh. Okay. Now, by the time we finished this hike, it took us a couple of hours, I guess, on Monday. Uh, just gone. And the hands were fairly kind of numb by the end of it. So if I was nude, yes. I don't think I like the idea of my junk being all numb. <laughs> Okay. Just saying. So, let's just say that it's mid-January and the weather is fine. Would you hike nude? Oh, look, if it was just Jazz and I. Would you now? Maybe you throw some sneakers on and get a little bit of uh, bit of hiking action. What the <laughs> can, can I just say that this is one of those scenarios where I really hope Jazz doesn't listen to this. <laughs> bit of nude hiking. Nude hiking. Well, the, the we, reason we, why I bring it up is I actually got contacted by a roadie who um, fantastically came out and said, don't forget that the 21st of June is Nude Hiking Day. <laughs> Someone actually told you Yes, this. I got a message. Uh, 
the roadies. A roadie got in. Are actually helping you out with your days. Which I love. I love that wow. so much. Now, obviously, I think this is a holiday that's celebrated perhaps in the Northern Hemisphere. Because as you clearly pointed out, the 21st of June, it's a butt brusque down here oh, in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> but here's something, like, just saw this. Oh, yeah. And this is something I don't reckon you've considered. <laughs> okay. I suddenly realise. I mean, you look at a lot of brands for shoes and so forth. Yes. I actually realise now where Nike come from. Right. It's when you go on a nude hike. Okay. They call it Nike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't reckon anyone else actually knows that. Nude hiking. God's honest truth. That's for a nude hike. Always wear not. Yeah, well, I think there's a I think there's a brand of yep. shoes that people who do that sort of activity is called bare naked. Really? I, I think I could be wrong. I think the bare feet or something like that is what they're called. And the, I got to say, they wouldn't sell clothing. No, but the, the the ones those the the, the the sneakers that have actually got toe glove like where your toes. Oh, yes, I've seen yeah. those. They're quite bizarre, but they also look a little bit snuggly for the feet. They do. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> anyway, that's, be weird. that's a fit person's game. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, so, um, <laughs> Nike, just, just do Nude it. Hike. <laughs> yeah. Nude hike. Nude hike. I don't think, do I it. don't think oh, I would. I'm, I'm a, no, I look, I'm a I'll, bit shy. I'll be honest. I don't think I would either. Um, I'm a little bit shy as well. I'm look, I'm not, I don't have the most fit manly physique so i look at it from a point of view that if i was going for a hike yes and here i'm cruising up the track and turn around a bit of a corner turn around a boulder or a few trees yes and here's a you know slightly overweight <laughs> pale white guy coming at me with no clothes on just wearing his uh his nude hiking nikes and a big grin um, and a big grin um i I don't think I'm going to be that impressed. I, could, I don't think I'm going to do the... G'day, mate. How you going? <laughs> Front page of the advocate. Yeti found in Tasmania. <laughs> Bigfoot is real. Oh. You can just see now being interviewed. Yeah, look, I found him, and then I shaved him before I brought him in. <laughs> I tried to shoot the fucker, but he was quick. You wouldn't think oh. it from looking at him, but he got flight. And then there'll be all... But, um... <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine all these people who, who go tiger uh, Tasmanian tiger hunting are going Bigfoot hunting as well. <laughs> and you've gone for your, your your weekly naked jaunt in your Nikes. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden these hunters come past. And there you are in this cage going, what the fuck? <laughs> If you want my Nikes, just ask. You don't have to mug me for them. <laughs> a jungle mugging. Oh, no, that as well. Imagine, I mean, when you do these hikes, you're not walking across a pleasant field. It's not like the sound of music. I mean, it's fairly rocky. <laughs> There's not seven members of your immediate family with you. There's not all these Tasmania. Yeah, true. And you are in the bush, yeah. so that is possible. Yeah. Um, not escaping Nazis. <laughs> yeah, but... but uh, if you fell down, oh. it's a fairly rough surface, and if you're doing a bit of nude hiking, yes. oh, it's going to have some abrasion. <laughs> it's going to leave some marks. I just, oh, I imagine gravel rash <laughs> on your nuts, oh, or even on your cock in general. Gravel rash. You know how bad it is on an arm or a leg. Imagine having that down your shaft, mate. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, two inches of it. 
<laughs> two inches of gravel rash. <laughs> now that could be the episode name. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'd be excited at that point to get two inches worth. <laughs> I could. Just, you know what I find? Oh. Like I'm. I guess so. Yeah. Someone would be like, oh Jesus, that hurt, Joe. You. Looks a bit red. No, nah, mate, that's just the hair on the nuts. It's just the jeans shining through. <laughs> it's just I the jeans. You know, because I'm not the. I'm definitely never going to be the person who goes for a nude hike. And the and the it's just not. It'd be good of a night time. Look, at least people are about to see where they're going. Exactly. <laughs> My glow in the dark skin just shining the way like a beacon of hope in the darkness. I just. Oh. My concern would be is like, okay. I'm sure after a couple of times it ceases to be not weird, which I, I think it is. But I'm sure there are people out there who love to, you know, get about amongst the nature and they go for their nude hike. I'm just trying to imagine me in the car park at the local, you know, <laughs> m- parks and wildlife. I've, I've paid my yeah. entry fee in, into a national park. Get, getting ready. And I've decided, right, well I've, well, I've gone into the office to pay my entry fee into the national park. I'm hoping yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I'm fully clothed at that stage, and I've got. That's a really good thing to do, though. Yeah. Pay your entry. Don't just skip it. Yeah, we're going for a walk. We're going to do the walls of Jerusalem walk. It's a it's a oh, nice massive trek, but we'll do it. Great choice. Or the lap around Dove Lake, beautiful. Oh, upper Cradle Mountain. Upper Cradle Mountain. Oh, it's a lovely place. I can't imagine being in the Cradle Mountain car park though. Going right, I'm all ready. Let's take my gear off. <laughs> And having anyone with me who goes, yeah, fuck, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more the point. People going, oh, it's a great idea, mate. Right, Let's do that. I do have a wife who'll go, no, no, that's a great idea. You do it. I'll take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> she won't do it herself because she gets fuck, she gets me like that every single time. We have traveled, we've been very fortunate. We've traveled extensively and we've traveled to Europe and we've traveled to the Americas. And there is always a photo of me where we go to either a, a zoo or a theme park or somewhere and they ask for volunteers. And she's always, you go, I'll take photos. And for some <laughs> reason, I forget I am who I am and I become 12-year-old again. And I go, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> and so there's always a photo of me with some someone out the front and Amy taking photos going, oh, five minutes apiece. I don't have to put up with him for five minutes. Uh, she's a good woman. She is. Um, now, before we continue on, so that was the 21st of June, hike naked. <laughs> I, I'm interested, though, who would actually... <laughs> I'm assuming someone's Googled it or binged it or duck duck goaded it or something. Or maybe they have that, Or maybe they just like the art and they just knew what it was. Maybe that's what And they've let you know. So I don't know if I want to know who that might have been. So if it's someone I know... It just might weird things out a little bit. Oh, big shout out. Roadies, if you can hit Troy up on the 21st via whatever means necessary, <laughs> that would just be gold. That would be brilliant. Because I am now hoping, hoping that this is your jam, <laughs> that you know this because there's some sort of nudist convention and you you go to nudie beaches and you do your nudie hikes and you're after a new member, his Nike-wearing high <laughs> yetiness, <laughs> Mr. Troy Barnes, <laughs> bringing him into the fold. Well, I'm telling you now, if if we were, I mean, if this podcast was a little bit more famous and popular than what it is, mm. and I mean, we're, we're kicking along nicely. Wouldn't take we're gonna, much. We're gonna, you know, we've got a nice little listener group. Yes. Um, um, you know, it wouldn't fill the MCG. No, no. 
But, you know, a small pinch in his backyard, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if we had a bit more fame and fortune, mate, I'd have no problem next time down here in Tassie for us to go up to Delve Lake up a cradle. Just get the gear off and take a photo as we're ready to go a bit of nude hiking. <laughs> I just pixelate. I wouldn't take a lot of pixels. Pixelate. Pixel. The reasons out, with, you know, which Facebook old Zucky wouldn't like. Yeah. And then just have a little quote. So something like, um, you know, we're in our nude hikes, hiking Nikes. <laughs> Who wants to come for a walk? I, I'm, I'm sure you would. I, I, I know that I really want to be able to say, I'm in. I'll do that. <laughs> I just, there's this, it's probably like you in Heights. I just have it's this so thing. so funny. I just don't want anyone else to see me naked. I struggle enough like, to have a wife who sees me naked. I can guarantee I'm not going to be looking at you. <laughs> yeah. You'll be next to me, not in front of me. Who's the one taking the photo? Who's? Oh, that'd be Amy. She takes the photos. <laughs> Why do you want my wife to see you naked? She always takes the photos. You just said that. That's not my problem. That's her responsibility. And who's going to be the one pixelating? Or pixel. Uh, I'll give that to Jazz. Then. <laughs> My- uh, she doesn't know tech. She's not really she good. She has to tech. suffer. Oh, she can just get it, um, take it with a sharpie. <laughs> Unfortunately, you just have these black dots on your computer screen where she's marked it out. <laughs> and then you email the photo and it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now, I just think it'd be funny. But I just don't think we quite have the fame to, to make the arrest worthwhile. <laughs> Oh, it's not the arrest. It's I, I. I think it's my own conservative. I just don't want to be naked in front of other people. Ah, oh, you little ginger prude. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just private. <laughs> you wouldn't be there. <laughs> well, no, I would. Well, private parts reporting for duty, sir. <laughs> um, now, whilst someone has brought up um, uh, nude day um, today as well, is International Picnic. Or International Panic Day. <laughs> Why did they get together? Well, apparently, according to the picnic people, they were there first, and the panic people thought, well, if you're going to have a panic, why not go for a picnic? It'll make you feel better. Because <laughs> I read them, and I went, why is it written National Picnic Day twice? And then I went... It sounds like they've spelled it wrong, yeah. Yeah, no, picnic and panic. <laughs> now, I'm assuming we are talking picnic as in, you know, taste, take a basket. Yes. Giving out, not not yeah. just a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. today's the day. The teddy bears had the picnic. You know, speaking of eating, there was something very cool that happened this week. Yes. What happened? That I was freaking horrified by. <laughs> freaking horrified. Freaking horrified. You know, it's not a picnic, but it's a is it a snicker that hunger just can't satisfy? What was a what was a chocolate bar? Was- Snickers really satisfies. Yeah, there you I go. am a mar- um, I am a marketer's wet dream. I will yeah, remember um, slogans and everything. <laughs> you actually do. You got this brain that just collects shit. Yes. So there was a uh, a woman in Indonesia. Yes, Indonesia, Indonesia, <laughs> Indonesia. You sound like um, um, Malcolm Turnbull when he pronounced it. Indonesia. <laughs> just came out all wrong. Yep. Um, that obviously, I think her name might have been Snickers. <clears throat> Because she was gardening. Yes. And went missing. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. And then uh, I think it might have been maybe the next day, the locals happened to find a python about 30 feet from where her garden is, 
looking a little bit bloated. Shut the front now, door. Now, I don't know out of that situation what would make them think that maybe that's where the missing gardener had gone. <laughs> but they decided to kill the snake, cut it open, and fucking lo and behold, yes. snake ate the Indonesian woman. Whole. Head first. Oh, what a shit way to die. Unbelievable. Oh, and was she, how did the article say how tall the woman she was? Well, look, Indonesian women aren't that big, are they? Well, some I mean, are. it wasn't a pygmy, but I mean, the, look at this way. The snake was, um, I think it was a seven metre snake. Fuck. Um, I think, or it was a seven foot snake. Wouldn't be a seven foot snake. Seven foot's only a foot taller than you. Yeah, it's not much, no. It's a big ass snake. Right. So, ate the woman whole. Seven metres, though, is massive. It is massive, isn't it? Look, let me just confer. Because I was thinking, right, that would not be a pleasant way to go. The only way that that's going to be oh, no. is if it's taken her down unexpectedly and dispatched of her before it tried to consume her. Because Seven metre snake. Fuck off. <laughs> That's massive. Well, obviously, it's seven metres. Unbelievable. She was 54 years old. doesn't say how, how tall she was or how big she was, but I, I just thought, number one, you know I don't like gardening, and there's another fucking <laughs> good reason not to garden straight away. But seven metres, that's that's over 21 feet. That's I think that's almost the same size as Jaws. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. I think that was something like 22 or 23 feet, like, so it's, it's Jaws the Snake. Fuck. But I, I'm just looking at the villagers, like in my mind, and they're saying, uh, where's, uh, where's Audrey? Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> where's Audrey going? I haven't seen Audrey since yesterday. She was gardening. Yes. You know, looking after her turnips. Yes. And, in um, Indonesia. Suddenly, and then suddenly, uh, young, young Sammy goes, fuck, that snake's fat. <laughs> And then somehow, through the deductive reasoning of Indonesian villagers, yes. they go, oh, oh, that might be Audrey. Maybe maybe it was her shoe sticking out the side of the snake's mouth that was a dead giveaway. Well, it wouldn't be gas. No. I mean, but mind you, I mean, the good thing is once you, once you see the silhouette of Audrey inside the snake, I reckon you're pretty confident, even if Audrey's only a, like a little lass, if Audrey's like five foot, like that's not that's not completely short, but it's probably average size for an Indonesian woman. Um, it's a big snake for a snake. <laughs> but it's not going to be moving quick. She'd have to be at least, what, 45, 50 kilos? Well, I tell you what, the last time that I tried to drag a dead body, yes. it took me a fair <laughs> bit of effort. I, that shit doesn't happen easy. How long did it take you to get a I remember thinking it? at the time, geez, I wish I owned a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Or a snake. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So, um, so, does the report at all give that she died before or during being consumed? Uh, well, just said she was dead. Oh, no, I wouldn't like to die that way. See, I'm I'm assuming that will be a little bit like uh, Return of the Jedi mm. when Boba Fett gets thrown into the pit of yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Scar something. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, oh, lots of talons and this living beast, and you're going to basically be just simmering in its belly for a thousand years. I don't th- like. I see it like that. 
Yeah, I think that out of all the things, to be killed by something lower than you on the food chain, to be killed to be food, that's just brutal. That's just harsh. Like, I get that, okay, you can be killed in a car accident and that's horrific, or you can be killed by a disease. But as you're being killed and you realise that the thing is is killing you is then going to consume you, oh, that's just not right. (laughs) And if if you're a God-fearing person, which I'm not overly, I know that you are, but if you're suddenly you see your legs disappear down a python's mouth and you've got this huge engulfing thing taking you gulp by gulp, I reckon you're going to look up and go, really? <laughs> like, Python's, this is how you're going to let me go? <laughs> Python's got to eat. <laughs> Python's got Sounds a family like a to look Swift. after. Python's got to eat, 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 eat. eat, eat, eat. <laughs> well, but then, you know, and then they say in the Garden of Eden that, that the python was actually an incarnation of the devil. So maybe that's what oh, it was. Oh, there's a point. Yeah, maybe it was the red-headed beast. Yeah. There you go. Why is it red-headed? <laughs> What? The devil's got <laughs> not red headed as in hair. Fucking ginger, you and your ginger the, rage. <laughs> uh, Why do we cop the whole, shit? The whole head, the whole head's red, <laughs> like a pig's penis. There were people. <laughs> there were redheads in the Bible that were loved. You know, were they really? Yeah, David was David a redhead. Uh, it was, but well, he was ruddy in complexion. Apparently, according to the. Good book. Oh, so we just converted that to redhead. Oh well, there's other there's other phrases that lean towards it being that he would be of ginger nature. Does it actually say ginger? <laughs> Ranger. Yes, David That's... before he killed the Goliath was taunted by the talents of Oh, ginger nuts. Oh, look at you, you fucking tampon. <laughs> what have you got, gingivitis? <laughs> Fire truck, fan of pants. <laughs> Rusty nuts, Jaffa jocks. Yeah. yeah, I look. I haven't read the Bible, and even I know that isn't in there. Jaffa jocks, <laughs> Jaffa jocks, Jaffa jocks. Even fan of pants. I don't think fan of pants was a thing. Oh, probably not. Hey, Bluey. Wrong. <laughs> uh, speaking of snakes, so this will actually lead me nicely into one of the other things that's very exciting, and you'll love this segue, and you will be all over this. You'll be across it, like uh, like a like a like a security blankie on a young child. Oh, shit. You'll be across it so much. Okay. Hit me. Jake the Snake used to be a great wrestler. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, my giddy aunt. Former Intercontinental Champion. I even know the name of his snake. His original snake, which was Damien. <laughs> really? Was it really? Yeah, Makes sense. Damien was Damien, his... yeah. And, like, the saddest... There's a this documentary series. I see you started. You fucking started. And you had me. You <laughs> no, had look- me at Jake the Snake. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm giving you this because this is a big moment. And the funny thing is, like, now, roadies, don't anyone tell Amy, but when we came up with the name of my son, Jake, I was really fucking pumped because that's who it was, Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> I thought Jake the Snake was a brilliant wrestler. But shh, don't tell her. <laughs> anyway. I tell, you, I tell you what, if you had another son and called that Damien. <laughs> oh, seriously. Then it'd be suspicious. No, Jake the Snake Roberts was just... He was. He came to fruition in the eighties, and he was just such a charismatic character. And he had the snake, and and that was the thing. So after he beat someone, he would go to the corner of the ring where he would pull out Damien, who was a I think a, a python, and he would put the snake on top of people. So can I just pause you there for a second? <laughs> I would use a very similar maneuver yeah. <laughs> if I came across someone while doing my nude hiking. <laughs> 
I, I bring out Jake the Snake and lay it across someone while wearing my Nikes. Oh, and he's finishing. And then say, how do you like hiking now, bitch? <laughs> you guys having a killer time? <laughs> having a good time? Um, and, he, and his finishing move was the DDT. And unfortunately, there's a, there's a documentary called uh, Beyond the Mat. And things did not go well for Jake. Um, he, I think, got a heroin addiction. Oh, uh, yeah, because, well, obviously these guys, back in the 80s as well, there wasn't all the health care and they weren't all on, the, on the, the fantastic money and they were wrestling with injuries and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, oh, it was a tough gig back then. Oh, a tough gig. And they were away from their family. So he basically destroyed his family and destroyed himself um, through drugs. And there was one, I think there's one scene in it where he's basically about to wrestle in fucking bumfuck nowhere America um, for... 20 bucks or 50 bucks and just just you know pissing in a bucket in the corner and his life has turned to shit absolutely turned to shit and i think it might have been jake the snake roberts um there was another wrestler called diamond dallas page ddp who was a recovering alcoholic and he used to go and help these old wrestlers who were hooked on things, and there's a... I actually did see a story about that. Yeah, so, um, and I think he might have, hopefully, he might have pulled his life together, but the person we should be asking is Howie, um, and <laughs> and I think both you and maybe the roadies are happy that he's not here, because oh, could go on forever. this would be the end of the podcast as we know it. It would all be Jake the Snake Roberts. I tell you, I, I would have done an Elvis, would have left the building, would have told you guys to go fuck yourselves. Um, uh, but this is going to lead me into the fact that WWE, though, on yes, October 6th, yes. is coming to the MCG in Melbourne. Nice. Which nice. you would have, surely you're across this. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> which, that's exciting. It is that's actually very, huge. very exciting. Like, we've spoken about this a little bit before, mm. in which uh, you also said that... Uh, you probably see a lot more actually watching it on pay-per-view at home mm. than what you would at a big event. But, geez, it'd be fun. It would. <laughs> see, but what the people may or may not realise is when you go and watch it live, there's no commentary. So in when you're watching it on TV, you've got the commentators. Oh, he's hit him with a high kick. Oh, what a slap to the head. Oh, he's going for his finishing Which move. is a lot of fun. You don't get that at... Um, one of the yeah, one of the things it's like going to the football. You're just watching the game, exactly. And one of the ones, one of the promotions that I've been to, which is one of the lesser promotions, they do do the commentary, um, which you just get used to. Like you just get used to hearing the commentary there. Um, and but the the times that I've been to see WWE live, they haven't done it. I've been to WWE at Rod Laver. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it's going to be like at the MCG because it's just going to be you're watching a screen. Because once you get to a certain point back, once you basically get to the seats, you're going to be watching the screen. You're not going to be watching... Oh, definitely. There's no doubt about that. So, it's going to... I mean, sure, they're going to get 80,000 people there, but, you know... Well, they had 56,000 <laughs> at Eddie had. When they came last, whenever that, well, that would have been what a decade ago. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that to to have that, I mean, I was very fortunate. I think I don't know when I've mentioned it. Did I tell you about the time that Mum took me to the wrestling? No. Okay. 
So this is another wrestling podcast. No, it's not. It's, Sorry, this is actually my fault this time, bro. She can blame me. No, this is an endearing. <laughs> this is an endearing story about my mother. Who at, I love stories about your mother. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, my she, at the time she was a single mum, so she decided this was 1986. So the WWF at the time, one year before White Snake's self-titled album came out. There you go. <laughs> With the best song. Written, performed, sung, played of all time in the still of the night. In which the solo, after the music stops and kicks into that little bit of solo, the guitar is enough to make 73% of all women on the planet orgasm within 33 seconds. (laughs) Now, what were you saying? Useless made-up facts by Troy about White Snake. Oh, I love that song. (laughs) Oh, it's great. David Coverdale. Oh, the guy. Now, that really? was charisma. Yeah. He would have been a great wrestler is back he, in his day. Is he your boy crush? <laughs> Tell you what, he's um he's got it going on. I love White Snake. You know this. <laughs> I do. I love White Snake. I'm a fan too. White Snake. Yeah. Um, so, is this love? Maybe. Maybe it is. Is this love? <laughs> and I'm feeling. So, <clears throat> we drive from our house in, in Soft Creek. To Launceston, so about an hour, hour and ten, to go and see the WWF for the very first time that it has ever been to Australia, because they went to Tassie, so they went to the Silver Dome. As so, it. went to Tassie first. Uh, well, they did a tour of Australia, and one of okay, right. and one of those parts was the Silver Dome in Launceston. Yep. And I think a lot of international things don't come to Tassie anymore. They used to. They used to make that a a, a stopover. Yeah, Lonnie used to get a lot once. Well, the Silver Dome, I think, holds close to 10, maybe. I could be wrong. I reckon. I mean, I know we saw um, the likes of Brian Adams in his heyday and so forth there. I mean, yes. Elton John's done the Silver Dome. Yeah, like, yeah, There's actually been some big acts do that venue. Exactly. So, my mum decided to take me. And now, she professed at the time she doesn't like wrestling. That woman is full of shit because... <laughs> When we were there... Penny, you're full of shit. Your son said so. Oh, no, she Must is. be true. It, okay. So, she went because she was a good mum, and she had a teenage boy who was just WWF, absolutely mad, bunto crazy. So, she said, fine, we'll do it. I don't know how much it would have cost back then. She probably had to remortgage the house, for crying out loud. But she took me there. Now, unfortunately for her, where she worked at the hospital, there were a lot of male orderlies. And they saw her at the wrestling <laughs> and were like, hi, Penny, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm here for my son. I'm here for my son. I'm here for my son. But I think they also copped a bit of a spray from her when she was watching the wrestling going, oh, fucking hit him. <laughs> she was screaming with the best of them. And, and I could imagine it. Oh, she really was. And it's one of those things that sticks in my mind, like, I I have no real understanding and probably never will of of what that sacrifice may have been because I know mum was working two jobs and all that kind of stuff and she would have had to find a sitter for Jen and and all that kind of stuff so to take me up there to watch the wrestling was just it was just brilliant and I got to jump in the ring and I got to meet the junkyard dog I think we've I've I've told you about that yeah, one it's, it's still cool though it's so cool and I've still got the program I've still got that yeah. program from 1986 um, and so that excitement that uh, your mum, the lovely Penny, had 
At the wrestling. Oh, I reckon she's- Would that have been similar? Would that have been similar to the excitement she had when you took her to Rod Stewart? Oh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That moment where, because you don't get to see your parents very often as younger, and that no. moment where mum was three rows back from Rod Stewart and she was sitting on the edge of a seat, her hands were underneath her chin, and she was just like, oh! I think she had a, I think she had a ladies' moment. <laughs> I think she genuinely, she, she, I really do believe. That's she, gold. She was like a teenage girl again, and she was almost, oh! Teary and misty-eyed and all that kind of stuff. So to be three rows away from Rod Stewart's um, gyrating pelvis. <laughs> yeah, prob- How good is it, though? Probably we the same thing. Do it very often, but to see your parents as actual people, not your mum and dad or not your mum or your dad, but actual people that just love life and the things that they enjoy. So cool. And, and you know what? To get an opportunity to have a very small glimpse of what they were like before you, like, bef- yeah. you know, with with all that thrown away where they're not a parent or whatever, they're, they're in their teens or they're in their early 20s or whatever, and it's just that's their jam. And, yeah, well, Rod Stewart was it, apparently. Mm, sounds like <laughs> it. And he was, he, he was a, I think he was a pensioner at the time. I still reckon she would have thrown the keys at him, thrown the, <laughs> thrown, thrown the knickers at him. <laughs> Thankfully, she didn't because I was sitting yeah. right next to her. <laughs> just... But yeah, she really Keep it was, under the skirt. She really, was, <laughs> she really was smitten. And it probably would have been the same reaction I had seeing the WWF at the time. I live. reckon it'd be very similar. Yeah. Joyous. <laughs> Except you probably weren't thinking about throwing your underwear in the ring. No, no, I got in the <laughs> ring myself. <laughs> take me, take me, take me, adopt me. <laughs> uh, so, make me your puppy, junk your dog. Yeah. Um, so why do you why are you mentioning wrestling at the MCG or is oh, it just a point mate, to be of honest, interest? I, I just came up and I saw the uh, the footage on it. The fact that Ronda Rousey's coming as well, and, oh, all that. Yeah. and and the fact there's names that we know. I mean, there was you know the Undertaker was mentioned, Triple H, John Cena as well, which is a huge name these days. Even if you don't follow wrestling, he's a huge movie man. Oh, absolutely, a bit like, a bit like The Rock. Um, yep. Not as big as The Rock, because The Rock's in every third movie that's released at the moment. Well, he's the only one um, apparently who's um, who's uh, but the cost to hire him as an actor hasn't gone down. Everybody else in Hollywood's slightly getting less and less as the yep. the movie industry is probably making a little bit less. His has stayed the same. Did I tell you about his special contract? No. So he has built into his contract. So he'll get $20 million for his next movie. He yep. has a clause built in there where they have to pay him a minimum of $1 million for his social media interaction really so in other words his own promotion of the the film that he's doing correct they basically pay him for that privilege correct because he's got millions and huge millions of rock fans and for those wrestlers that was a direct plagiarism for the millions (laughs) and millions um yeah so he's basically said in his contract if you want me to mention this movie or me being in it, or to put a photo up on, up on set, you know, an Instagram shot or whatever. If you want access to me to promote that on my social on my social media that I own, the Dwayne Johnson or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, that's an extra million. And they're yeah, like, gee, yeah, in the in the kitty, a million bucks for that kind of coverage. Oh, you do it. There's nothing. Oh, it's, oh. And because you know that every single one of his followers 
will go and spend. I think in America it's ten to twelve dollars to see a film, and in Australia you're paying anywhere between fifteen and twenty. Yep. You know, if they every single one of the millions and millions of rock followers go and see that, your movie's going to do okay. Mm. You know, it's probably not going to make Infinity Wars numbers, but you know, oh, it's going to go okay. Oh, he's got it. And the thing is. He's actually not a bad actor. Oh, he's great. I loved him in Walking Tall. Like, yeah, I, I love the fact that he does the action stuff, but he does comedy so well. Oh, uh, and him and um, what was the one that I saw? Secret Intelligence with Chris? No, not Chris. What's his name? Short, yeah, is short black the suit. smallest man in comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Chris Rock. Um, you're thinking Chris Rock, but it's not Chris it's Rock. Not. Who's now? It, I think Chris Rock has had some kind of facial work. He doesn't look the same anymore. Really? Yeah. Is he ginger? No, he's not King, <laughs> strangely enough. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, there you go. Yes. I was even thinking Martin Lawrence for a minute, but that's way back. <laughs> yeah. No, so him yeah. and Kevin Hart just seem to bounce off each other quite well. Oh, Kevin Hart is a funny man too. Yeah, and they bounce off each other very, very well. I've seen their... Uh, Most see people who... bounce off the rock, just quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some more than others. Um <laughs> But but I did see the um the film I oh, sorry the, the the YouTube clip where they try and insult each other to be oh, able to yes. get each other to laugh. And that's quite yep. humorous as well. Yes. And in Jumanji, like the Jumanji remake. Didn't watch or it. Or reboot or sequel. Yes. Have you, have you not seen that? No. Oh mate, great movie. Really? Yeah, I loved it so much. Okay. Yeah, so, so much. Yeah, it was really worthwhile. I mean, you got Jack Black as well. Yes. Um, so, the way it works is that you got four people that get sucked into a computer game. Yes. And it's, off memory, I think it's something like an old Atari sort of thing. Of you know, course. It's not a new fangled console. Yeah, it's 8-bit. Uh, but, but, of course, as they transfer over, they become the characters in the game. Yes. So, The Rock is kind of this this scrawny dude, ends up having this, and he doesn't understand whether he's where his muscles come from yeah. like, <laughs> and he can throw things and hit things and he's just phenomenal um jack black is actually the um the typical um selfie teeny bopper girl who's very pretty and popular with the boys oh he'd be and awesome he's an at overweight that. F- overweight middle-aged man in the game <laughs> um it's just you've got um uh kevin yeah. hart in it as well um I, I can't remember the character he is now and then you've also got a redhead. You've got to have a token ginger. Token ginger. That's just the way it is now. Yes. Um, who um, is the girl who uh, was the sidekick in Doctor Who? Played oh, Amy Pond. Played Amy Pond, yes. And, and also is in Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yeah, yeah, Playing yeah. the android sister. Um, she's in it looking super smoking. You love um, your ginger, don't you? I'm talking... <laughs> nah, man. She is super smoking in this. And she goes from being kind of the girl that's... Um, that's not overly pretty, but not, you know, just a, a normal everyday girl. Yes. And suddenly in the game, she's just this smoking thing that looks like a redheaded Tomb Raider. <laughs> and it's just, even she's like, you know, looks at where did this all come from? Yes. You know, it's just a shock. <laughs> and it's just such a funny thing. And every time they die, they just regenerate. They thrown back in, they thrown back into the game, but they've only got three lives. Right. And once they start to realise what's going on, then they start, like, it's all funny at the start. You know, yes. you get eaten by a hippo, bang, you turn up again. <laughs> yes. But when you realise you've only got two lives left and that's the end of it, shit gets real very quickly. It does. But it's so funny. <laughs> so funny. I really absolutely rated it. Yeah, and and it's got along, nothing, nothing to do with the hot so, redhead. No, it actually <laughs> doesn't. It was just a damn good movie. And I went in not expecting it. I just went, 
Um, just for the hell of it, basically. Yes. Not really thinking, oh, this will probably be a bit of a laugh, but oh, fuck, it was funny. <laughs> so good. And a token redhead, look. And a token You genius. can't go wrong. Well, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> well, well, you can. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but look, you're not going to pick the wrong person for a big budget movie. Well, if you've got Normally. Jack Black, um, Kevin Hart, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and um, someone who's, I can't remember her name, which is so bad. I can't either. You know, those are four very large names. Karen Gillan. Kaza. Sorry, Karen. Um, I am a fan of your work, but I just forgot your name, and I'm sorry. Um, so- <laughs> I'm certain she'll forgive you. I'm certain she's listening as well. So, look, shout out. Shout out. Sorry about that. Kaza. Also, shout out that we didn't think, we thought uh, Kevin Hart was Chris Rock too. Because um, both of those guys would be listening and Chris Rock's kind of thinking, fuck me, South Road boys. You had me and now you've lost me. <laughs> and Kevin Hart's probably thinking, I'm better than How that do I man. reach Why the laptop? I think I was that man. <laughs> How do I reach the laptop? Because uh, he's short. I can, I can do it with my shoes, but I can't turn a light switch on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <sighs> Dear me. <laughs> what, what else been going on? What's, what, what's the go? Any goss? Any news? Anything exciting? Is there anything that's going to blow my mind? Uh, anything that's going to blow your mind. Now, all right. One, oh. I haven't got a poo story this week. <laughs> Thank God for that. Because <laughs> I think... Or, as I'm trying not to be blasphemous... Uh, thank dog for that. Yes, thank dog for that. <laughs> yes, or thank Buddha for that because, you yes. know, equal chances. Yeah, or Allah, praise be upon him. Yeah, all the, you know, all the, we could go through the <laughs> list. We know there's thousands of them. Did you hear about the um, dyslexic, dyslexic atheist? <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, with sleep sleeping issues? No. <laughs> he used to lay awake at night wondering if there really was a dog. Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It really was. It it took far oh. too long to get there, and the delivery just wasn't good. Once <laughs> once I stumbled on 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 some words, it just loses it. If we were playing awesome or awful, then oh. that would not have fallen into the awesome category. Just saying, <laughs> awesome or awful. So here's something. Oh, I don't know. Have hit. Are hipsters still doing shit things in Tassie? What do you mean by shit things? Okay. Define. I thought you didn't have a shit story or poo story. <laughs> I, I don't, but fuck, there's a... Melbourne, I think, just attracts people who are just... I, I don't think hipster is now a valid term. I just think these people are just being fucktards because they can, right? So there's a cafe here in sunny Melbourne... That has decided, and it's in Fitzroy, that lets you toast your own toast. So, why would you do that? Yeah, but the thing is, they're going to charge you $8 for the pleasure. So, you go in and say, I'd like toast, and they'd go, Fair enough, take a seat. You do. On your table is a toaster. They bring out the condiments and the bread, and you do it yourself. And you pay for the pleasure. And that'll be eight dollars, thank you, sir. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not making it up. People are so stupid, Mather. <laughs> but the thing is, if you buy a loaf of bread from them to take home, they start at around about six dollars fifty. 
so you're paying so you're better off buying a loaf (sighs) taking it home to your toaster you've probably got at home and doing it there it's just people are stupid they really are but and then there was a place that was doing deconstruct they called it deconstructed toast vegemite on toast so you got your bread your vegemite your butter all separately on a board like or deconstructed coffees. So they gave you the shot, they gave you the milk, they gave like and you had to do everything your fucking self. Like I just don't understand. It won't take long before you go in and you you buy your slices of bread. Yes. You toast them yourself, you butter it yourself, yes. you put your jam on or your your Vegemite yourself. Yes. You eat it yourself. Yes. And then you yourself take the plate and the knife out the back and wash it yourself. <laughs> So they can use it again for someone else's self. And they charge you for it. And they'll charge you another four bucks for the pleasure. Yes. And you know what? People are so fucking stupid they'd do it. Yes. They probably would. Now, you mentioned... Unbelievable. Awful or awesome? Or as I like to call it, awesome or awful. (laughs) Awesome or awful? (laughs) Actually, that's interesting because if you really think about it and you say it badly... It could be a better form of awful. Awesomer. Awful. <laughs> awesomest? Awesomest? Right. Awesome. Awesomer. Awesomer. That's a word, isn't it? Awesomer? It wasn't awesome. It was awesomer than you expected. It was more awesome than I expected. Yeah, see, that sounds way too royal. Author, not a talker. <laughs> <laughs> awesomer. Awesomest. It's a great word. Look, if it isn't being used yet, it should be. Okay. I bet that's what the snake was thinking when it had that big snack. <laughs> that was awesome, and then I expected. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Wonder whether or not people taste like chicken. <laughs> I, I actually can admit that I don't know that. Not yet, anyway. Because <laughs> you know what? There could be an apocalypse around the corner. Do you reckon you would, though? I reckon if it's a choice between me starving to death Yes And and someone having an extra few kilos Yep I like a bit of steak Mm. But wouldn't you you just go vegetarian? I really don't know But it depends on the apocalypse I mean if it's a If it's a complete breakdown What happens if we go into snow season Mm. And there's no vegetarian options What if they're gone? And all got left is animals and people and then the animals look pretty cute, so the people are giving me the shits. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have snow season where you live now. No, but what happens if we had, say, a nuclear holocaust? Yes. And suddenly you, the the skies are covered with cloud. Yes. And it brings the snow. So suddenly it's like you're in wartime Russia. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> in Tasmania. Yes. You know, that, that's not the kind of situation where you're going to go on a naked hike around Dove Lake. No, no, Just probably saying. not. But it's not real snow, though. This is this is uh, radioactive a, ash fallout. Uh, no, well, yes, but I'm not saying it's definitely the ash. I'm saying that it brings the coverage, uh-huh. which causes the cold, which brings the cloud, which forms the snow, which drops to the ground, which kills the vegetation, which means I've got to eat Ralph. <laughs> but do you not think... I- <laughs> By eating Ralph, you're only prolonging your life by maybe an extra couple of days. Ralph's a big man. 
They call him Ralph the in Mouth the, for in nothing. The in the apocalypse, mate, I'm making friends with fat people. All the fat people. Because they're slow. And, and there's if a lot they of go them. missing every now and then, I'll just say, fuck me, mate. I don't know, but I did see a python go past about an hour ago. <laughs> hey, Ralph. Are you using that leg? <laughs> you don't Ralph, need, just, you don't need just both. Come in, come in here and help me. For a minute, if you don't mind, just round the corner, out of sight of everyone else. Just there to talk to you. But the thing is, and here's your moral dilemma. That oh, happens. I've got to be moral. <laughs> well, that happens, right? When do you kill Ralph? Because if you wait too long, Ralph's going to lose weight because he's not eating. So there's going to be less of him. So you That's have a to really solid argument. So you're going to have to say, "Fuck, he's as fat as he's going to be," because now there's not much food. We need to neck him, cure him, so we've got the protein to go on with. Oh, it's a, and now I've thought about the other problem. So these are the things that, when you're in the situation, yes. you start to realise what's going to go wrong. So I'm eating all the fat people. Yes. Right? But you can't eat them quick enough. There's quite a few of them. I made a lot of fat friends when the apocalypse kicked in. Um, <laughs> you, and- you went to a Weight Watchers convention. <laughs> And I'm eating okay. Yeah, you're Because I'm eating the fat people. It's fine. But you don't want to get so fat eventually, yourself. eventually, it's going to turn around. Yeah, I'm going to be the fat person. No, because- They're I'll... going to be skinny because they're not eating, and they're going to want to eat me. No, I reckon you just have to- What you have to do is you need to find a way to store your meat. So, you, as long as you've got refrigeration, you'll be fine. Well, the refrigeration's outside. Well, exactly. Well, you, know, a bo- you just need a box in the snow. Yeah, but then you've got to protect it from animals and other predators. Okay, so what I need to do then is I need to make sure that uh, I invite all the fat people to an area that's got a lot of coverage, a lot of shelter. Yes. And a lot of coffins. Ah. So we're going to go to a funeral parlour. Yes. And I can use the coffins. Yes. To put outside in the snow. Yes. Kill them. Throw them in the coffin, lock yes. the coffin, put uh-huh. a little, little hasp on it and a little clip, yep. lock it up. That way the animals can't get to the fat people I've killed. Mm. They'll be outside. They'll be kept fresh and frozen. Mm. And everything's good. And or who could... would be suspicious about being taken to a funeral parlour? That says free donuts. <laughs> that says free donuts. <laughs> Come right in. We have a slushy machine. <laughs> Don't ask me for why you're here. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon what you've got to do is you've got to work out how you can cure these people and not cure as in resolve their ailments and not make them fat anymore. Oh, like beef jerky. Yeah, people people jerky or bob jerky. Ralph, Ralph, <laughs> Ralph jerky. Ralph jerky. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like some kind of a, a gay porn. Ralph jerky. Yeah. <laughs> I just see myself going around all these fat people over the country, and I'm just wearing a T-shirt that says "I'm not a bear." <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about in regards to bear, go back to earlier episodes. People, it's a gay reference. Yes. Anyway, so I have a question for you. Do you want to play? I've got two games that we can play. Oh, oh, okay. We can either play uh, awesome or awful. Oh, you're going to take my game and use it yourself? Well, I've got one. I've got one for you. Oh, okay. And we and and I'm going to ask you to stand in judgment of another person. Oh, see, I kind of like that. So we can play that, or 
we can play Steakhouse or Gay Bar. So remember how I asked you a few episodes. Yeah, the coffee shop, a coffee, the coffee shop. Cabinet. Yes, yeah. There is actually um, uh, an online game that I found because I was trying to find more for the coffee shop, and I yep. stumbled across a website which I believe is actually titled Steakhouse or Gay Bar, and it gives you the name, and you select Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Now you need to understand that's American based, and there's a lot more steakhouses there than what they are in Australia. True. What was the first option again? Uh, stand in judgment over another human being. Awesome or awful? Oh, look, I'm going to go with that one. Sorry. I, I, I love being in judgment. Oh, I've got, I just love the power. The power, Joe. <laughs> if you've got your God complex on. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Okay. Right, I bring. Give it to me. So, Har- it to me later. Come so on. Fritz Haber was born. Fritz, so, so, was it um, German, Austrian? Excellent. Yes, German. German, right. Good. good. Und Fritz Haber yep. was born in uh, December in 1868. And died in 29th January 1934. And he was a chemist who received a Nobel Prize in chemistry. He must be really upset that he didn't see the Second World War. Because that would have been a great thing to be involved in. Well, he was involved in the first, so I think he got his kicks. Um, Good on him. Because, well, he received the Nobel Prize, though, for his um, invention of the Boss Harbour process. Now, as you're aware, you don't get a Nobel Prize for inventing something. But what he did is he came up with a method of basically being able to synthesize ammonia from nitrogen and hydrogen gases. Now, what that basically means is that he was able to come up with a process to create fertilizer that the production for half the world's population uses. So his his method, so this is his awesome his method of being able to get ammonia from nitrogen and hydrogen basically yes. is used in farming to support life worldwide. Worldwide. Seven billion people, three and a half billion people will probably use something to do with his method on being able to come up with their. their Straight thing. away, I'm just going to throw in the fact that there's way too many people gardening in that situation. Oh, well, no. They, they rely on the food that people garden. Yeah, I reckon that woman in Indonesia is very disappointed <laughs> she was using that. <laughs> exactly. Now. Yes. So I think. So that's, that is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. However. On your fritz. <laughs> on your fritz. Yeah. However, though, along came World War One. <laughs> now, one of the theories being is that when you are a scientist, uh, or one of the, 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 the popular ideologies that this fritz used to go by is when you're a scientist, Outside of wartime, you you serve the world. But during wartime, you serve your country. Yes, that makes sense. So he decided, he worked through um, the war, the First World War, and came up with mustard gas. (laughs) Which was... was, I'm just going to come back a little bit before you go any further on that. Did he invent the fertiliser before World War I? Yes, yes. So, so he's already known for that. Okay. Yes. Well, he, he, yep. he the Harbour Bosch process. So there was another guy, obviously the Bosch, um, but uh, Fritz Harbour was one of the people who, in, who basically came up with this, and they received the Nobel Prize for it because it was so amazing. Right. Yep. He then developed mustard gas against the Geneva Convention to create chemical warfare. He then came up with, during the war, the gas 
that was used to gas the Jews in World War Two. And oh. during and during World War One, even tobbed in some of his family to the Germans, and they were killed. His wife, who was also a scientist, but once she got married, couldn't be because it was back in those days. It was a um, long time ago. Yeah, that wasn't allowed. <laughs> wasn't allowed. Women, women can't do that. No. Joseph, what are you talking about? So him and her had a disagreement to the point, and it was believed the disagreement was over his um, development of chemical warfare. That said, whilst he invented mustard gas, he also helped invent the gas mask. So the Germans couldn't get taken oh, out you know, by yeah, their own yeah, gas. Nice. It didn't share that technology with anybody else though, at the time. He obviously you'd obviously patented that exactly, and uh, and they just haven't released that out to the general market yet. That's all. Fair enough. Might not have been his fault. Look, I wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, his wife Clara, um, who was also a, a chemist, um, she had a, she was one of the first women to earn her PhD. She and him disagreed over his involvement in the war and coming up with chemical warfare and especially some of the gases that were used. So she went out and committed suicide using his service revolver. Unfortunately, she didn't do a very good job and was discovered by her 12-year-old son before she died in his arms. Okay. Now... Wow, you're really up there with the nice stories tonight. So, awesome, he invented something that's used for farming that feeds pretty much half the world. Yep. On the bad side, he went against the Geneva Convention to create a chemical warfare that went on to gas millions and kill millions of people, and in particular, Jews. Right so, so where are you sitting on him at the moment? Just to well, give me a bit of an indication. Look, if we're playing a numbers game, yes, he's helped a lot more than he's hindered. Yes, so so that's that's fact. You can't change that. That is fact. Um, also, um, what was his mate Bosch? What was he doing? Oh, well, I don't know. But that said, later on in his life, he did help find. Uh, or in was involved in the team that basically came up with chemotherapy. <laughs> well, this this is Bosch, not Fritz. No, this is all Fritz. Fritz was part oh, this of is Fritz the- too. Because yeah. I mean, Bosch is the, also the forgotten man amongst all this. I mean, what we forget with that, and what people don't realise, is that his family went on to create a leading range of power tools, and that's <laughs> big, important. Big, better Bosch. It's very important. Um, Look, I, I, I just come back to the numbers game. Look, he's done a bad thing. Yes. He's made a mistake. Um, I actually had a, a ham sandwich <laughs> today for lunch and put some mustard seed on it. Yes. And look, it was all right. Yes. Um, so maybe he didn't realize what he was creating. Maybe he was still trying to create a food source. Similar to his fertilization, was creating a food source or helping a food source. No, he and was maybe involved. He's got it wrong. No, he was. It, there is no question that he was involved in chemical warfare, um, and that it was going to be used specifically to m- kill millions. Okay. Well, in fact, to the point where there is a, um, there's actually a a, what's it called? Uh, an an equation. 
um, which basically correlates the time of death or how long it will take to kill someone based on the dose of chemicals that they receive. And that's named after him (laughs) because he was the one who found it because he had to work out the process on when creating his chemical warfare, how much gas would take to kill how many different people. Yeah. Um, Look, okay. Look, obviously he's done it on purpose. Yes. Which also brings me to the, the simple point, and I don't know why I didn't think of it before. He's created this wonderful thing. Made a few mistakes down the track. Obviously, had a bad upbringing. Um, <laughs> well, it doesn't say know, that he had a bad just upbringing. Maybe, maybe got in the front the wrong friends group at school. Unfortunately, just, he, he and, and um, yeah, but but he's he's just taken a, a few wrong turns. He's done a bad thing, right? He, he so was a Jew where, who turned his family in. <laughs> yeah, but this is where yes, the saying on the fritz come from. <laughs> Because he was a good man doing great things and just yes. and made some mistakes and turned, and it was it was like a faulty moment in humanity. So that's where um, on the Fritz, that's actually where they come from. So for the radios that oh. didn't know that, <laughs> bit of history there. Yeah. Even though it is, it is thought that his discovery of of the the um, the Harbour Bosch process that he won the Nobel Prize from was was partly accidental. Ah, uh, look, I yeah. think that's someone actually trying to be a little bit uh, detrimental to his name. Um, but the process maybe of some creating some mustard gas. Arch nemesis, maybe, that had a similar product. Yes. Yeah, just decided to slander his name. <laughs> you know, he's... Look, look, he's made some bad choices or made... Some, look, there's no doubting that. Yes. You know, um, but yeah, on the fritz. Um, on the fritz. <laughs> Yeah, look, it's if awful. There's no doubt about that. I, I can't say it's anything but awful. Yes. Uh, but, but is he but generally, awful I think or deep awesome? down, deep down, I think he was a good man. Yes. Until he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is he awesome or awful? <sighs> look, I, I gotta, he's got to be awful. He just has to. Look, I want to bring him up on some kind of a pedestal and change his historical movement or the way he's seen. Yes. But you know the fact that he made his own wife kill herself. <laughs> well, he didn't make her. She oh, just, no, she chose he, to take her own life. He, he caused her to be in that position. Yes. Um, look, I'm a fan of women. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And look, I'm not too worried about the millions. Yes. But because of her, I'll go awful. Oh, fair enough. And look, I've seen a photo yeah. of her. She's a bit cute. Oh, didn't, nice. There you go. Didn't deserve to die. Yeah. Well, she was going to eventually, but probably not. Because she was having a disagreement over chemistry with her husband. I reckon um, he was obviously very happy that she could have children. Because when he, he looked at her, he looked into her fertile eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, big <laughs> joke. Awesome or awful? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is 100% without a doubt. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> This so. man is not on the fritz. <laughs> if you go to where don't you go where fashion sits, put me on the fritz. We've actually been um we've been talking for a fair bit. This is tonight's flown. Yes, um, but I have something I want to bring up though quickly. Um, do. I don't know if you noticed that I put on our Facebook page this evening or this afternoon mm. um, regarding a Facebook post that I put on the facey uh, in November two thousand sixteen. Have you happened to have seen this? No, I haven't. 
Okay, me, so... Edge me, so I don't have to look it up. So, yeah, I'm just going to actually bring it up so I get the wording correctly. Yes. So, when Trump was elected... President-elect Donald Trump, yes. A lot of the people around the world kind of went, what are you doing, America? You fucking like, there what? Was a, you fucking what? There was a bit of a crazy ripple. Yes. We thought someone else or something else was on the fritz. No, 24, 24 or so percent of Americans went, no, we think that's a great idea. I, I know they did. <laughs> so, my Facebook status at the time that I put up said, yes. the only thing I'm taking away from this American election debacle is that there's now a very high chance that the next president of yes. the United States will possibly be a Kardashian. Yes. <laughs> Lo and fucking behold, this week... No, not one of them. CNN, while interviewing Kim Kardashian... Yes. ...have gone into the conversation or the topic of whether she would run for president one day. Of course she said she would. Now, why the media would even say this? So she's, of course, said that she would never rule out running for president. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm just going to say right now is... Half of the South Road boys... Yes. ...already called it 18 (laughs) months ago. (laughs) <laughs> oh, America, what are you doing? Appar- Why do you even discuss such stupid things? Well, you know Why? what? Well, the real rumour, the, the rumour that perhaps, I mean, that, look, I don't know what Kim's credentials are, but she knows how to run a business out of nothing. Out of absolutely nothing, she has come become a bazillionaire. Um, the, the, the one of the rumours that was floating around that the next hot topic a uh, uh, person that could run for president, the most powerful woman in the world, Oprah Winfrey. I knew that one. Yeah. But she has also stated that she mm. will not. Yeah, a lot of people have done that and still mm, gone, yeah, why not? I reckon just give it to The Rock. Let him go. Oh, fuck, how good he's, would that he's be? He's championing everything else. Let him have the presidency. That would be what? brilliant. And I think the problem is he's Canadian. I think is you he- have to- I think you have to be born in America. That was the whole Obama thing. And I think the Dwayne, the Rock Johnson... No, maybe he wasn't born in Canada. He's born in the Rockies, probably. The, well, I'm sure That's we can bring it. where the name came from. We probably could. I just... I just think the Rock would be great. He's smashing everything else. Why not? Yeah. Give him a go. He'd go and say day to... Kim Jong Un kick things going along. Well, because you know, I, mean, how- I know that I know that Kim and, and Trump are kind of best buds now, but um, I reckon the Rock could do it right. Yeah, but imagine this, right? Like we have this thing where um, Vlad, Uncle Vlad, Vladimir Putin, Uncle he's, Vlad, Uncle Vlad, he's um, he was uh, oh, there you go. Actually, no, he's up for it. He was born in Haywood, California. Nice. Nine, 1972, Dwayne for president. He's got, you know, he's got, um, I think, some Polynesian or some um, African-American uh, heritage. So that, that'll play well for some of the other votes. He's a Californian. He, lo- he so loves his Americas. He loves his Americas. If you win California, you've, you've pretty much stitched up the election. Mm-hmm. Um, who wouldn't vote for The Rock? Why wouldn't you? He'd take, like, he could take on any world leader. He has got the nous, the charisma, um, yeah. the looks, 
the strength, the muscle. He could take on anyone. He's got more social media followers than Australia and New Zealand combined. Like the total <laughs> population. Wow. Like he, I don't know how many actual followers he has, but I guarantee you it's more than 23 million. That is incredible. <laughs> it would just be massive. Rock that, the would just, that would be fantastic. Imagine that, him walking into the White House holding the WWE Heavyweight Champion of the World belt. <laughs> Imagine it hanging on the wall in the Oval Office. How good would that be? Imagine negotiations with Kim Jong-un. Oh. If he didn't like him, you'd give him the rock bottom. He'd give him oh. the people's elbow. <laughs> imagine that. But imagine Kim Jong-un, he, he just kind of, you'd see him kind of go over a little bit close and whisper, um, I know what the rock is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him though? Because like he'd be a got, fan, no doubt. I oh, have to be. Imagine he'd be standing there and he'd be talking to one of the world leaders and goes, so tell me your foreign policy on, on world aid. It doesn't matter what your policy on world aid is. <laughs> that's what it is. And that's the bottom line. I oh, know it's Stone Cold, sorry. Yeah, because The Rock says so. Anyway, um, that would just be, that would be, I, I cannot imagine. I think if that day happened, I think Howie would self-combust. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Uh, imagine, actually, if it if it did occur and he was up for it. Yes. Having Howie commentate the election. <laughs> I would have to. The day that, <laughs> seriously, I shit you, I shit you not. The day that Dwayne Johnson announces he's going to run for presidency is the day I start doing a podcast with Howie, with whoever wants to come on board, about the presidential election. <laughs> because I can tell you for Dan Tootin, I'll give him a bottle of wine every time we talk. Because oh. that would just be one of the funniest things. That would go nuts. It would. <laughs> speaking of going nuts. Speaking now, of going nuts. Speaking of going nuts, you, or thoughtful Troy... Yes. Last week, put out a call. Now, I did, what but no one would have heard what? that call yet because it only went to where yesterday. Correct. So what other? So I didn't know whether thoughtful Troy had thought that through. Thoughtful Troy is quite intelligent. Yes. <laughs> so thoughtful Troy is he's already backed up. He's got something for this week. Excellent. But he's quite confident that a few roadies are going to just need a little bit of life advice. So I reckon next week, the next podcast that we record. Yes. Um, I reckon he'll be helping someone out. I, I I eagerly wait. Let's see what he's got let's see what he's got this week. Right, let's see that. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Some people have a unique way of lighting up a room. <laughs> But just because you can hang from the chandelier and flick the switch with your toe doesn't make you a martyr. So stay humble and stop thinking you're a hero. No one else thinks that but you. Thank you. And bless. I want to swing from the chandelier. Oh, that's a lovely singing voice you've got there, Joe. One, two, three. One, two, three. Step. See ya. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. That was. I should. I should don't mind a bit of Sia. She goes right. She does, and and Aussie represent. And that's what I love about it. It's like you know what? I'm going to be weird, but you're just not going to know who I am, and I'm just going to be weird to annoy you. <laughs> it's worked for her though. It has. It has. And I mean, she, uh, 
She's also got the talent to back it up. And I think there's about a thousand other songs that she's written that have given other people number one hits as well. So many. It's ridiculous. I just think it's great that she's bucked the trend of you have to be youthful, young, pretty, and then hopefully sing to be popular. Whereas she's got the talent and the voice. And I'm certain she is a good-looking girl I don't, or woman I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen her. But, but she hasn't needed that to propel her into stardom because she's just so fucking talented. Well, her, her whole life is basically the voice. Where you don't have to worry yeah. about what she looks like. It's just, here's what I sound like and here are my words. If you like it, great. If you don't, get stuffed. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, awesome. Well, mate, that is, um, that's probably something else to leave the world on. Uh, another thoughtful teaching from thoughtful Troy. <laughs> if you don't like it, get stuffed. Get stuffed, yeah. Get, get stuffed. <laughs> and on that, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Later. Told you I had hopes. <laughs> you did. Uh...